Third and Thirty Podcast, a coach's podcast where we believe opportunity is everything. My name is Coach Praveen Manchbagada, and I'm happily joined by Coach Jason Chaddock. And back again in the studio doing another show for you guys. Again, once again, not together in the studio. It's been a whole year, believe it or not, since at least us, me and Coach Chaddock personally, shut things down due to COVID-19. And what a year it's been. And here we are. Back again with another episode. We haven't missed one yet. We're, 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 we 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 always make sure we get an episode in. And this time we're going to go a little bit different. And this time we are going to go unscripted. And we're going to kind of give you what's on our mind. And kind of talk about everything that's going on. And, and first we're going to start with the, the craziness of what we've been through the past year. And how fast... I mean, just before I clicked record... We were talking about what we were doing a year ago, and a year ago, I was canceling events, and a year later, I'm hosting events, so a lot can happen in a year, and it's incredible what uh, the stories you hear and, and, the, and the impact that, that has uh, really gone through our, our world, and how things have changed for good and bad. And it's, I think that's what's kind of stood out to me a little bit is, is sort of what I've always pointed to throughout this pandemic is what's going to stick around through through this for the rest of time. And I've kind of looked at certain things, you know, and small things to the barriers in the cashiers when you order stuff uh, at Target. You know, that's going to stick around forever. And I've also thought about things that might not be around forever or what's going to slightly be around forever, like mask wearing. You know, I think that's something that's going to be around uh, in some form for the rest of for at least quite a while uh, for, you know, you could say a couple decades at least. But. I want to welcome on Coach Chaddock, uh, co-host, onto the show, um, all the way out there in Ohio. Not in two and a half feet of snow, I hope, um, unlike us over here in Colorado, but that's what makes it amazing that we can still do a podcast. But, Coach Chaddock, your year, I mean, a year ago, you were in Colorado for one, you were in Steamboat, uh, having some family time, I think, when you found out everything was getting shut down, but... Kind of take us through your experience and, and kind of maybe what you've learned. I mean, I've I've definitely taken a lot from this, and I think what I what I just mentioned is opportunity is there. Last year I was canceling events. This year we're hosting events. So in a year of uh, maybe loss, I, I found so much opportunity personally. Talk a little bit about your experience over the last year. I mean, it's been crazy for everyone, but it, it's nice to hear individual stories um, to, to, to relate to, and I'd love to hear, and I'd love our audience to hear, more about it because so much happens in one year, huh? Coach P, you're not lying. Boy, what a year it's been. Um, you know, pleasure to be here with you as always. It's always great to be able to get on on tune here and just share, learn, grow. And, you know, this year, if you haven't learned and grew as a professional, grew as a coach, grew as a leader since – Let's call it maybe let's see, let's even backtrack and go like March one of 2020 mm-hmm. from March one of 2020 till now. If you haven't experienced growth and learning and valuing people more and, and wanting to be connected with people more, if you haven't learned that, then man, you've been living under a rock. Um, I was talking to one person who said, could you imagine 
people who maybe were just fighting serious illness and maybe were just just out of it for a while for a long, an extended period of time or or someone that was in a coma for a period of time they say could you imagine if this was anywhere you know the first 6 months of the covid onset could you imagine if someone went through an experience like that and they came out of it and started coming back to the world like wow why is everybody in masks what happened what's going on and i thought wow i never looked at the world like that before and someone it was it was an elderly person at the center was telling me about that and saying could you just imagine and i, I said no i can't actually I, I can't imagine just seeing this for the first time four or five, six months after it happened. And, you know, one of the things that I look at is a year ago at this time, we were in Steamboat Springs, spring break trip to snowboard. And I remember Friday the 13th and cruising along, doing night snowboarding and hearing from the people, hey, we, you know, we're hearing rumors about them closing the resort. And we said, okay, you know, we're, we weren't really catching what was going on. Uh, got down to the bottom of the hill, started asking some questions and found out, yes, indeed, they were closing down due to the pandemic. And I still remember at that time people talking, oh, you know, we're going to shut down for two weeks and we're going to be back open. I'm telling you, none of us knew what we were walking into. I just remember being on vacation and working an insane amount while I was on vacation because all the emails, all the phone calls, all the text messages getting on my computer and going back and forth with everybody because we had multiple centers, multiple rec centers, that is, that we were trying to figure out how to operate. What do we do? Do we close down? You know, what's that next step? Ultimately leading to an altered trip that we had. I remember Saturday and Sunday, instead of snowboarding like we were supposed to be doing, we went on hikes instead. We had some beautiful hikes. We took a lot of time, had some really nice hikes up in a steamboat. And then... I remember leaving Tuesday morning to get back to work. Tuesday was supposed to be a day off still. And I went back to work because there was just so much to do. And I remember coming into work and later that afternoon, um, getting a couple things accomplished. Then all of a sudden Wednesday hits Wednesday afternoon. And we were, uh, I should backtrack actually to say Sunday night at nine, it was like nine 30, nine 30, somewhere in that time frame on Sunday night. Uh, middle of the trip, I get a phone call from my boss saying, hey, we're shutting down all the centers. And I remember just being in shock. Like we said Friday, we should have done this. Why the heck did we wait till Sunday night at 930 to do this? <laughs> and now all of a sudden we got to let everybody know and send out messages. I remember we all got to work for a couple hours that night, um, just trying to get all the messages out and let users know they couldn't come in, be able to cancel classes, things like that. So Getting back to the work scene, because we did work for a week in person before we went completely remote, and they ended up turning one of our rec centers into a homeless shelter during that period of time. And I remember Wednesday afternoon sitting in that meeting and, and thinking, what? We're doing what? Oh, my goodness. Well, how do we get prepared for all that? So then we started this mass preparation mm -hmm. Wednesday evening and then Thursday morning to get the center flipped from a rec center to a homeless shelter. And, you know, that was a big project on its own. Now let's fast forward. We're talking, this was, this was between Friday, you know, March 13th leading up through well, let's call it the 20th. And I, I look and think by the 20th, I think I want actually, I want to say by maybe the 17th or 18th, we were home and working remote at that point. 
<clears throat> everybody thinking it's going to be for a couple of weeks. Who would have thought we'd be at home till June 1st? <laughs> June 1st was the first day that we started going back into the office and opening up the rec center, letting a, a small number of people come work out. So coach, that was, that was a wild whirlwind mm-hmm. taking everything from an in-person uh, sports and recreation setting to then diving into um, working remote, trying to figure out how to shut things down, what are the budget impacts, and then how to reopen things. How do we keep people safe? How do we keep staff safe? Um, we have staff of all ages. So how do you keep them all in their comfort zone of dealing with the pandemic? Uh, how do we have everybody masked up? How do we handle participants? Um, just a whirlwind of things to figure out. And I mean, I, it's easy for us all to look now and say, oh yeah, we, we know how to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a year ago at this time, we didn't know how to do that. We were figuring it out. And I looked to the sports world that we were living in when sports just completely shut down, no live sports, no, no action going on. And I think back to uh, you and I and, and football and the baseball that was going on. It was just boom, cold turkey, shut it down. And just a little bit of communication. There wasn't a ton of communication going on. And, you know, right now we've learned so many different ways to handle things. We've learned how to have the Teams meetings or the Zoom meetings, Google Meets, you know, all these different avenues we can go down. And I look back and I think, oh my goodness. Wow, it took us, you know, a little bit of time to get in the rhythm of it. We did. We got there. We got where we were trying to go. Um, we learned a lot. Uh, we learned how to be connected virtually. We learned how to teach, uh, whether it was sports stuff or, or I, I mean, my goodness, I was training a new employee virtually the whole time. We had an employee who literally had two weeks in the office, and then we were in a virtual environment the rest of the time. I actually went, I think I went three months without actually seeing her in person, and she was new. I saw her one week in person. I mean, how nuts is that? You're new to a job. and It just seems so normal so quick. You know, like, I yeah. just feel like we had to jump into it. And it's like just a year ago, I just feel like we we jumped into this so cold turkey. So just not even dipping our feet in that like now things that we did before just seem so like, oh, wow, that seems so long ago. It's amazing. I mean, like now it's like, oh, you didn't see an employee for a while. Oh, yeah, that's that's normal. Right. But back then it was like we didn't know. I mean, there was so much. I think that's why everyone panicked no one knew what was going on that's why they had to sh- everyone needed to shut down because no one knew what was going on and luckily now i think yeah we have gotten a lot better yeah oh you're you're 100 right no one knew what to do no one knew how to react everybody had their different beliefs in, yeah. in what was going on or what we should do <laughs> <clears throat> ideas 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 yeah and it was you know it was a, a little bit of panic here and there there was uncertainty you know i mean my goodness all we ever heard on commercials tv and meetings you know during this during this unprecedented time unprecedented time and and i I was so tired of hearing the word unprecedented that (laughs) i I literally thought i was just gonna vomit if someone said it again and you know and you you fast forward you know we we did a really good job that was a different team i was with then we did a really good job of pulling together and providing um, services to a community through a virtual environment, uh, banding together as a team and figuring out how we would how we would ultimately reopen. And little did I know in that process, I was just going through so many things and, and my leadership was being pushed and tested to a whole new limit. And who would have thought I just one day 
all of a sudden I was dealing with a bunch of stuff and, you know, a lot of high level stuff and I was having a lot of fun doing it. And I thought, you know, I was looking around researching some COVID stuff and all of a sudden there was a director position available in Ohio. And I thought, you know, I might be interested in this. Decided to throw in for it. And, you know, the rest is history. I end up getting the job. I come out here and my goodness, I've been out here seven months now. Hard seven to believe months? that, huh? What? Seven months? Seven months. Excuse me? I know. It, it, it's, it's hard to believe. It's been seven months that I've been out here now. And and that's just in, in the work environment. Um, seven months in the work environment. And, you know, coaching football with a different team now. And it's been neat to see because by the time I came in here, this football program was already established with their protocols based on the school district and based on the, the local health department and what they were going to do. My work was already uh, dove in and they had their protocols in place based on the health department uh, out here and, and how we were going to operate based on Ohio's standards. Mm-hmm. So it was so neat to see some different stuff, a little variation there. And, and you know, I learned again, learned a couple different things and uh, you know, it was Interesting to see the way everybody pulled together and really, really was there with one another. Now, here's the neat part. I'm in the reverse situation where I'm working with people and we are in person. We've been in person the whole time here in Ohio. And most of the staff, because we're always in masks, right? Mm -hmm. Most of the staff, and you might, you know, someone might in a meeting take it off for a quick second to get a drink of water, then they put it right back on. We're, we're spaced out. We're more than six feet apart uh, in meetings. So, you know, we're clearly spaced. The interesting part is I can't tell you how many staff members I won't even recognize once they take masks off. I've never seen their faces. No kidding. That's I true. mean, how wild is that? It's amazing. I mean, talk about this is something that I've gotten a, a real kick out of and I'm happy about it is, you know, we've gotten a lot better as a society with the eye contact, you know? Yeah. Applaud, you know, because a lot of times I'm going to tell you what uh, kids when they talk to old, uh, adults, when you're talking to someone, a boss, you talk about mm-hmm. lack of eye contact. We have been forced to make eye contact through the masks. And that's the thing that's important for a, a basic level of communication and understanding each other and showing someone that you're in, that you're listening to them and that yeah. you are intent in what they're doing. I mean, uh, talk, I mean, it's not crazy. I mean, we've, we, we don't even know what someone looks like, but we've made pretty, you know, but our eye contact is through the roof. I mean, what it's just it's it's unbelievable. It's and talk, I can pick out your I can pick out your eyes and your hair. I have no idea what you look like though. <laughs> no kidding. Like, is that the same person as last time? I can't remember. Here's here's a crazy one for you. Let let me let me ask you this. I'm a big lip reader. I read people's lips while they're talking to help me better better you know have, I guess better understand or hear what they're saying. I know it might sound weird to say I read their lips to hear what they're saying. No, so I get what you're saying. If, if I'm hearing them. Uh huh reading their lips it helps me to take in the information better it's just something i've always done and let me tell you how hard of a time i have hearing people now it no me too it's difficult it is and it's not just because of the mask and the fact that if you don't look directly at someone you can't hear what they're saying anyway it's not just that it's that i'm not reading their lips so i'm hearing literally 60 percent of what they're saying it's difficult i mean it's We've had to change the way we communicate, period, as a, as a entire world 
we've had to change the way we communicate with other people electronically in person um it, however it is i mean it's crazy we've had to completely alter that and now it's amazing that when you have to jump into something maybe forced into something so quickly how now used to it we are jumping onto a zoom meeting is just so like that's what we do Mm -hmm. this is not this is nothing different i mean it's it's very interesting and that's that's a huge thing you reference is that is becoming a function now that is usable and i love getting on uh meetings and I know this sounds weird because so many people are burnt out on it. There is some meetings, though, that I love getting on a Teams meeting or getting on a Zoom meeting instead of meeting in person because on the Teams or Zoom, this meeting is truly going to be the 30 minutes it's booked for or it's truly going to be the one hour it's booked for. Heaven forbid if I have to go there and physically drive there. Now I'm wasting 20 minutes of my road time, which I, I'll be I'll be completely forward. I am big time on calling and making phone calls and connections that I need to make while I'm driving to other meetings or while I'm driving back from a meeting. It's just who I am and what I've done because I've always had to get a lot done. Uh, and that's how I try to knock out some of those phone calls mm -hmm. is on my drives. And the uh, unique thing is when you look at a situation where you can all of a sudden cut out an extra half hour to 45 minutes because you just log into the computer and go. I love it for that part. Um, it's help, helped us get connected with, with players, coaches. It's helped us get connected with coworkers and people from other cities who do the same work that we do. And we have roundtable discussions. So it's been neat in that regard. I mean, you talk, um, we talk about people that just jumped into it and was like, hey, let's just try stuff. And I could say that we, we definitely did that. I mean, we, you know, a lot of people used it as a time to step back and, and figure out how things worked. And other people were like, no, let's figure out how we're going to maneuver through this, uh, through this craziness. And, and I think we were ones that kind of had to try that. And, and luckily we found a way. And maybe it was a common knowledge to other people in this world of podcasting. But for us, it was like something new. And we, instead of, you know, w w with your move and, and with, with unable to being with each other and, and, and all, all that, I mean, it opened up a, a, a slew of opportunity, just seeing that we don't need people to be here. We can do this. And so we were being able to get people from Virginia, from Florida, from, all over Texas. I mean, we've been able to get people from all over the country um, on the show, and it, it, it's it's amazing because it was it was almost because of us trying to figure out. And so many people have done the same. And and not only just has it been the pandemic. I mean, talk about this is kind of the other thing I wanted to bring up was talk about it being uh, an election year in this country for a president. Talk about the the riots that happened during the summer. Um, all these, all this craziness with racial injustice and and social battles and 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 I mean it was just a it was a crazy time, especially in this country. Um, not only dealing with the pandemic, but so many of these societal issues going on affecting us. Yet, I I, I think the successful ones took it through this time, took it for what it's worth kept their head downs and kept grinding and under, understood that this is just another block in the road, another speed bump in the road that I have to drive around and just slow down and but find my way over it. And it wasn't a time where you can get caught up in that stuff because I, I personally I noticed that um, you know I didn't necessarily 
you know, lose relationships based on what people believed. And I have plenty of friends that believe in things different than I do. Family members that believe in different things than I do. Yet it's, it's a proper way of communicating. And I think those that took it for what it's worth and understood that I need to continue to be professional in my work and continue to get my work done and find opportunity and get better each day. I think those are the people that found a way to, to, to stay relevant and you know whether that sounds harsh or not i think you know you can get caught up in what people are telling you from the outside or you can learn yourself and do your own research and figure it out and grind and that's then that that goes back to us starting this podcast and i think that's how and that's just the example example i'm using because this is i'm I'm, you know it's the closest one it's it's what you're listening to right now it's this podcast we're going to tell you how it came to be and there was electronic issues of how how are we going to make this sound good from a distance you know how how are we going to get different people on here how how are we going to reach out and i mean how, how are people going to trust us and how are we going to make a podcast that people are going to want to listen to and and during this time and how are we going to attack what people are really struggling with and uh, taking all those things in and not being afraid of the challenge i think we embrace challenge we embrace change we embrace not necessarily conflict but we embrace the the challenge of it and, and we want to attack it and figure it out and see what we can do to be better every day and i mean it wasn't just a pandemic we were we were we were dealing with i mean there was so many things you can't say certain things right i mean anything you say you know we could get shut down if you say the wrong thing um you have to be careful no matter how old you are you have to be careful because in 20 years it could come back and bite you um it's just a different world we live in and it's just about focus focus grit drive i mean it's a lot of things but the one thing i always go back to is focus it's focusing on what matters focusing on your life focusing on perspective i mean perspective is everything and it's just it's important to to have those values and it's no different than in the 80s and 70s and 60s i mean that's the same it's the same thing it's just different challenges that we're coming across um, so we have to maneuver things in different ways, but that doesn't mean there's a way around it. That doesn't mean it's it's going to stop us completely. You know, some people thought COVID nineteen was going to be the end, and that's it's going to end everything. And I'm like, I never at one point had that mindset. Never at one point that I think this is over. We're done with. There's no chance anyone's going to come back from this. That was never once in my mindset. There were days where it was like, man, this is tough. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. But there was never a moment of I'm never. We're never going to figure this out always do and i think you're probably the same way if we're gonna figure this out there's there is an end to this tunnel um and it's important to to point out those things man it's been a crazy year and we're not we're not near done you know there's going to be other things that's going to slow us down and stop us but how are you going to overcome it how are you going to come by there's a reason we ask every single guest what's your biggest adversity what you know because and, and there's and always the, going to be an obstacle and the and the, yeah and, and how many how many different answers have we gotten life sports family whatever it is we've gotten so career oriented or whatever it is we've gotten so many different answers because that's life everyone deals mm-hmm. with adversity obstacle conflict how do you overcome it how do you come through it and those answers always seem to have a Venn diagram around it. And it's always in the middle of the Venn diagram of where all these words kind of match. And it's, it's fighting through. It's focusing. It's motivation. It's support. It's fight. Um, it's all these different things. And it's, it's, it's been a blessing to be able to, to, over the past year throughout this pandemic, to, to create a podcast, to, to get it going, and to meet 
all the people that we've been able to meet um, through this. And that's that's taking it for what it's worth. That's focusing on what we mm-hmm. need to get done. And that's figuring out how we're going to overcome obstacles and adversity. I mean, Coach, we have talked about so many things during the course of this podcast so far. We've had a police chief talking about social injustice with us and talking about how he's working with a community to overcome it. Not to mention a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and and a JUCO Hall of Fame (laughs) basketball player. And, you know, and I think it's awesome. How can we work together as a community to overcome this and to help us become stronger? That's the key that I think so many people in society are missing. How so? So the, there was the social injustice. There was there's political issues going on. There is, uh, you know, I remember we had uh, someone, a sports writer, a couple sports writers on, mm-hmm. talking about women in sports and women in media, and and really highlighting the the amazing things that women in sports can bring to us. And we've seen such a movement in sports on social media in the last several months. Such a great movement about getting more women in sports and as the father of a daughter obviously you know that's important to me and my my daughter's always involved in sports and it's you know that's just part of it every you know i want to geez i'm i don't even think i'm going out on a limb to say this every week in the national media there is someone famous whether it's a basketball player baseball player football player soccer player media person someone's always having to issue some kind of public statement (laughs) about something. And, you know, I think what we have truly lost as a society is our ability to work together and love one another. How do we work together and love one another without, without going into this, looking for people's flaws? Like I don't understand sometimes why we're going into everything, looking for people's flaws and maybe it's maybe it's an issue with with TV. Maybe TV is just corrupting our lives because you go on TV and you watch all these reality TV shows where all you do is see people picking out the flaws, or you go you watch an NFL combine, and or, or you know you're watching the draft, and they tell you the three things the person does really well. Well, here's what I didn't like though on the tape. Here's what I didn't like, and we're we're so focused on the negative all the time. How do we work together to again work together? And, and love one another. And I think if we do that, we can have so much more peace in the world. We forgot how to love one another. And if we've, we have forgotten as a society how to just pour into one another and raise people up and really get through things together. I mean, look at the pandemic. I mean, if that's not showing us we need each other, we need to rely on each other to get through things together, then I don't know what's going to show us. And that's the big thing that I look for is how do we stay together? How do we love one another? How do we build people up? How do we build up the student athletes that we're working with? And how do we help them be better for tomorrow? Not for tomorrow for a Friday night game, better for tomorrow, years down the road, to be outstanding members of our community, to be leaders of the community. And we've heard so many coaches on here talking about those things of here's, here's how we do it. Here, here's what we do in our program. Well, here's what we do at this work. Here's what we do at that work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's some of the stuff that we're, we're learning about is how do we build people? How do we get through the adversity? Because there's all sorts of adversity in life. All sorts. It's not always going to be in the classroom or on a field or in a workplace. Sometimes it's going to be in your house. 
Uh, we had, you know, one of our coaches from University of Virginia on talking about that adversity in his house, mm-hmm. talking about a sick child. And I look at these things and say, guys, come on, man, we, we need, we need doctors. We need the medical field for way more than just COVID. We need the medical field for so much more than just COVID. And, you know, that's just being real with everyone. You know, it's, it's one of those things where we have to start driving. We as a society have to start driving towards caring about one another, picking each other up, loving each other, building to the future. I don't know how many more times I can say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're here for. We're going to say it um, until we can't know more because we're just going to continue. I mean, that's important to always hear it. I say this. I've said this before, too. It's not just a one-time thing. You need to listen to this all the time. You know, for me personally and a lot of people, I, I used to think it was a one-time thing. Oh, I heard it once. I got it. But yeah, uh, it's, no, we got to learn day in, day out. No, it's it's a constant thing to, to become it. You know, it's not fake it till you make it. It's fake uh-huh. it till you become it. Um, you know, if you're trying to figure out and try to change yourself, you're like, I can't do it because it's not me. Well, just fake it till you become it. It's not till you just do it the one time till it be. Fake until you are that person. I'm not saying fake it because that's not something. It's, I'm saying if it's something you are ambitious about, but you are new to it, that's what I'm saying. Not fake it. It's something that you're not ambitious about, or not something that you don't want to be. But um, I mean, I, I and I want to shout out our guests, every single one, because more most of our guests on this show so far, we have had no previous connection to. Um, that is a big shout out to you, Coach Chaddock, because you've done so much of the reaching out, but a lot of them, there is no previous connection, and that is you talk about working together. Um, so many of these coaches that we've got on, so many of these leaders, motivators, in, in, inspirational people in our in our world, they they don't know who we are, and they are willing to come on because we're trying to preach the same cause, and that is you know, we got to we got to fight through obstacles. We got to fight through adversity. We got to be tough minded. You know, we got to we got to push ourselves. We got to push each other. We got to work together, like you said. And I appreciate them wanting to work with that, because I think we live in a time where we not not a lot of people don't aren't interested in meeting new people. You have your people and that's it. And you don't really want to branch out. And I think we've done that for a while now because it's my way or the highway. You know, that's the old school way of thinking. And you're kind of with your people. But, I, you know, with, with how the world is today and technology and shout out Zoom, we've been able to meet with people all over the, the country that have inspired us individually. Not only hopefully it has to the audience that listens and our listeners, but I, I, they have inspired us and made us better people. I know every time I come on this podcast, I, I feel better afterwards because I'm – yeah, I'm, I'm, we're preaching good, you know, and it's 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 important stuff. So um, I think it's it's awesome. But last thing I want to talk about, Coach, there's so many things going on in the world, and you know, we 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 always talk about leadership and motivation and stuff, and maybe we go back to that here. But man, are we? I personally, and I hope you are too, man, March Madness, it getting canceled last year, broke my heart. And I think this year with the tournament being back, I think we're just happy to have it. I think that's why there's not much committee trash because we're just happy it's here. I want to hear your thoughts about, you know, what, what you're, what, what you're looking forward to March Madness. If you, if there's a team you're watching out for, um, and, and what you see, uh, what you see, uh, what, what do you think a team needs? 
to get through this because this is one and done. And it's been one and done for teams actually for a couple weeks now as they went through conference tournaments. So what do you think is the most important thing they need? But talk about the tournament a little bit because I, I know I'm excited. I don't have a team in the in the run. My my college was on the bubble. We are a standby team. Um, if, 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 a COVID, if a COVID thing comes up, we are the second replacement team to come in. So, But my team's not in it, so I don't really so have a dog flight in the fight. Canceled? What's that? You're you're on standby if the flight gets canceled. You're on standby until the flight gets canceled. So, um, but I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm excited about. It. Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts as we uh, wrap up this show, and I want to hear your thoughts on March Madness and 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 you know if there's something you're looking out for, what you're most excited most excited, and that one one thing, one word, one phrase that a team needs to get through uh, this tournament and, and become champions. Family. Year, a couple years ago, everybody came Love into it. the tournament with with the family shirt on, and and I and I know they're going to go in a different direction this year. I don't think it's going to be a family shirt. Um, they need family. If you want to win this tournament, you as a, as an individual and you as a member of a team, so that team collectively as well. You need to sacrifice for the next two weeks. And it's big sacrifice. It's going to be challenging. Two weeks worth of time you have to sacrifice because here's the deal. You've got to stay away from people to not risk contracting COVID-19. You've got to stay healthy. You've got to stay mentally sharp. The team will have to overcome adversity at some point in the tournament. Teams are a lot, a lot uh, more mentally sharp right now than typical years because of obviously the the COVID nineteen um, alterations of many seasons, cancellations of games, moving of games, rescheduling things like that. <clears throat> it will come down to the team that stays together as a family and stays the tightest together. That's what it's ultimately going to come down to. Who can ride the ebbs and flows of a really challenging season and really surmount that in two weeks. In two weeks' time, I look, it's it's not going to be just an individual superstar. It's going to be a team collectively. And I can't wait to see who the unsung hero is from a team. It's going to be someone that's not the superstar of the team that's going to come out and Never you're going to be is. talking about them. Never is. And and you're going to be like, wow, it was that person's hustle and their effort. Their unconditional love for their teammates is what drove them through this. Um, that's what I see happening. And from a tournament standpoint, um, first of all, I can't wait to see all the action. Cool. My family and I were so eager. We just we want to see really competitive basketball. We want to see the energy Granted, the energy level will be a little bit different because the stands aren't full. Sure. And I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. There, there's a difference when the stands are full and you're feeding off that crowd. I, there's yeah. a difference. I'm not even going to say 100%. 100%. Yes. I, I, love, I love competition. Yeah. I love sport mm-hmm. for, what it, for what it can build in people. Um, you you have the ultimate opportunity right now on a grand stage that everybody's watching and you have your teammates. Those are your, those are your teammates. That's your family. 
produce together. Love the game every every single minute that you get the opportunity to play it. Think about that drive, determination, rigor, inspiration, victory, and excellence established over time. And I can't wait to see what the Big Ten does because the Big Ten has a lot of high seeds this year. They have nine teams in the tournament. Yeah, and I want to say something crazy. Isn't it five or six of the teams are in the top two seeds? I, I'm not I, looking at the bracket right now, I, so I don't know. I, I I think I think you're right. I haven't I haven't looked at the bracket fully myself, but yeah, I think you're. It's it's pretty ridiculous. The Big Ten is hot. We'll put it that way. I cannot wait to see the Big Ten match up against other people because they've been beating the crap out of each other for the last month. So I can't wait to see how the Big Ten matches up. I mean, obviously pulling for Ohio State, being an Ohio person. Um, Cleveland State is in the tournament. I would love to see them make a first-round upset. I got to uh, say the Bobcats are a good-looking team to upset the Cavs. I hate, I mean, I got to say it, but yeah. the Bo- I like the Ohio Bobcats. I think That's where that, I got my master's from, I Coach. Think, I think that they're an upset alert team. Um I, I but in the end I'm I'm gonna I got I gotta say it uh, Gonzaga is my team I'm gonna I'm gonna say Gonzaga's I'm rooting I'm rooting I, I I started rooting for Tom Brady over the past three years because I'm like you know what greatness is awesome greatness is amazing greatness is cool and if it's not my team I'm gonna root for greatness and so we haven't seen an undefeated NCAA basketball team in the men's we saw the Baylor women's do it um, uh-huh. and I think UConn might have done it after that but. Um, you know, I was there when Baylor did that. It was in it was at the Pepsi Center, and I was there. I remember that Brittany Griner and uh, and company took over. But Gonzaga, I would love to see from a personal level. 1976, I think it was Bob Knight's Hoosiers were the last ones to go undefeated. I'm, I yeah, that's been a while. You know, 1976. Mm-hmm. I don't think you remember 1976, Coach. So not even born. Exactly. So Gonzaga, they have an opportunity here. They're a hell of a team. They have some one and duns, which usually you see the one and duns with Duke and Kentucky, who are not in the tournament this year. So you've seen some of the one and duns spread uh, around, and Gonzaga's getting some of those. They've had an undefeated season thus far, and I, I, I hope to see them go there. But speaking of Ohio State, heck of a team. Uh, they could have won that Big Ten tournament championship that was a hell of a game they played against illinois uh i thought that they had a definite opportunity there and then you talk about teams like uh yeah you said ohio cleveland state Uh, ohio representing pretty well this year the mountain west has two teams in it uh but we do have cu the colorado buffaloes as a five seed playing georgetown in that so we have some colorado pride in there um scribbled up in there but yeah, I'm. I, I, coach, I just, I love every team in here is good. That's what I love about this tournament. Every single team in this tournament had a good season, has players, and if they weren't, if they didn't have a good record, well, they got hot and they were able to beat a lot mm-hmm. of good teams in the tournament in their conference tournament to get in. So they're they're hot, and so they're a good team. I that's what I love. We have now seen a 16 seed beat a one seed. I know it's only one time, but we've seen it happen. We've seen a 15 seed beat a two seed, I think, eight times. So it happens not often. Right. But that's what makes it amazing is those special times that a team that you're like, they suck. No, no team sucks here. 
They don't. And I got to give credit to the committee. I think they did a pretty good job because you don't have even amount of games. I think most years, every year, you have most teams have the same amount of games, barring a couple here and there. There's some 12 and 7 teams. That, Michigan State's 15 and 11. You know, like there's some teams in here with, with up, you know, kind of lopsided records. They're here. So mm-hmm. I think the committee did a good job. There's not much outrage. As a Colorado State fan, we I thought we had to do more to get in, so I'm not necessarily like pissed at the committee that they didn't put in CSU. But lo- I, I love the team camaraderie, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. Love seeing it all. I mean, the emotion of these uh, what these guys put in at the end of the game when they, when you know, when they lose and their hands they they're crying, they're emotional. Um, you really it really shows how much these guys care, um, and you see it more out of out of defeat than you do out of the victory. And you have props to these because these are kids, man. They're yeah. 19, 20 year old kids, 17, 18, 18, 19, 20 year old kids. I mean, these are just boys. They look big and they are big, but they're just yeah. boys. And they're putting they're put on the spotlight on national television, sometimes in, in front of huge crowds to showcase and they get they get you know reamed on if they don't do well but they just they just play for the love of it they're not getting paid maybe they will here in the future but they're not getting paid right now and they just love the game and i i love that about college basketball we didn't get it last year uh we were able to get basketball we were able to get baseball we were able to get hockey we were able to get all these sports later in the year we weren't able to get college basketball um that see a champion so uh you know i I, i'm excited it's exciting I'm, I'm I'm excited. You got a bracket? Your whole family doing a bracket? We will. Yeah, I'm gonna print them out yeah. and bring them home, and we will we will all uh, pick teams. Um, one one comment before we go too far. Twitter universe. Heed this message, Twitter universe. These are student athletes. When you lose a game because someone missed a shot, and you lose a game or you lose a game because of a foul and it costs you money because you're gambling, shut up. That's your problem for gambling. <laughs> They're student athletes. That's right. Shut up. That's right. Seriously. And you gamble um, money. You're not gambling money. You're gambling money. You got to be okay with losing it. That's yeah. The number one rule of gambling is when you put it in, you, you got to be okay with I'm not getting this back. It's like the guy in the weight room. When you load up the leg press – with 18 45 pound plates you need to be prepared when you're done to take 18 45 pound plates off of the leg press you know who i'm talking to you know right now who i'm talking to man i'm telling you right now you know who i hope you listen to this podcast i'll be happy to talk to you at the gym 18 plater and uh you know i can't wait my family and i will get out there we will uh we will be rooting i i want to see I want to see a really low team, or I guess a really high seed team, um, play each other. Low, low and high play each other, and I just want to see. I want to see the the fifteen beat the two. Love to see. I, that. Want, I want to see. I want to see someone, someone thirteen seed or higher. Yeah. I want to see them go to the final four. Yeah, Grand Canyon against Iowa. Don't don't count out Grand Canyon University. Okay, I've been. Uh, you know, I, they're a good team. Don't count out Abilene Christian. I'm just saying, watch out for these teams. It's true. Did um, did uh you know? I uh, shame shame on me for not looking at the bracket yet. Did Wichita State make it in? Wichita State is in a play-in game. They played Drake for the 11 seed, and the winner of that plays USC. Okay. Okay. So they added, I think, two play-in games. So there's 
or four playing games. Boy, they gave a lot of love out this year. Yeah, so there's now it's have sixty teams, it's now sixty eight teams in the bracket. Wow. So they now have play in games. So those are like tomorrow and Wednesday. And then they go in. I'm sorry, Tuesday and Wednesday, depending on when you listen to it. But nonetheless, excited for the tournament. Can't wait. Excited good for luck. what's good luck to every team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I hope Have fun. Have fun and you know, cherish these moments with your teammates. I'll tell you what, never gonna forget it. Watch out for Syracuse against San Diego State. Just saying. There's all sorts of upsets I love. I'm an upset bracket maker. That's who I am. I love it. Um, any, anytime CSU's in it, I make a bracket that CSU's a champion, just in case. Um, and, you know, that's never going to happen. But, uh, hey, Duke and Kentucky didn't make it, so anything's possible. Um, awesome. First time since the 70s. But, yeah, you know, this this week we didn't we didn't have a guest on. We want to kind of recap the last year uh, that that we've uh, been able to experience. Check us out. You know where to check us out on the YouTube channel if you need to check out our recent interviews. Check out our social medias. Drop us a line. Drop us an idea for a guest. We'd love to we'd love to have more ideas. But um, coming in the next few, uh, we have our we have our next quarter coming up. So we have a lot of cool things planned. Um Hope you've enjoyed what we've put together so far. We really appreciate all our guests. The guests have really are what make this show what it is. Really enjoy it. But uh, check us out at Third and Thirty Podcast on social media. Uh, just type in Third and Thirty on uh, YouTube. Check out our channel. We have about four interviews up right now uh, for your viewing pleasure. So for Coach Jason Chaddock, my name is Coach Praveen Montepagada, and this is the Third and Thirty Podcast. <laughs>